Weeks. It's Wednesday, September 1st, 2021. Coming up on the program today, why were greased up rats found at the bestiality farm? I mean, is there really any question about that one? Plus, a piece of shit whore films a sex scene with the Hungarian goulash pussy and pissing on a Dairy Queen counter. Distorted View Daily proudly presents the elderly performing karaoke. This is how we do it. It's Friday night, I feel alright, a party here on the west side. I reach for my 40, and a hurry up designated driver takes the keys to the truck. He says, Jack's gonna fade it, only down the street, so your money only made it. It feels so good in my hood tonight. The summertime skirts of the guys is the old guy, on the game bags, but I got about to drive by. You gotta get your proof on before you get paid. So tip up your cup and throw your hands up and let you be here to party say I'm kind of buzzed cause it's all because South Central does it like nobody does All my neighbors got much flavor Let's flip the track with the old screw back It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. The vagina is full of AIDS A lot of uh, hot Liquid poo just went out all at once. I want to come while I eat your smelly, hairy, wet pussy. Yes, Tim Hudson back here with you for the Wednesday show. Got a great program for you today. How great, you may ask? Well, let's just say it's not every day you learn about a new animal fucking podcast. Oh yeah, Distorted View Daily is not the only game in town. I mean, this is not an animal fucking podcast, but we do cover zoophilia pretty heavily. Although we have a very anti-bestiality stance. We make fun of the sick individuals participating in these acts. You know, women who are going down to the burn, pulling down their granny panties and letting their horses penetrate them and stuff, you know. The Zoophilia podcast I am going to talk about today takes a very pro-animal rape position. I believe that position is bent over, but also standing on a step stool. Because, you know, the horses are pretty tall. Thank you so much to DV listener Rural Gaming for cluing me in on this. Although, you know, this kind of happened with the uh, the Pedophilia podcast. Where like the background information is way more interesting than the actual podcast. I listened to a bunch of these uh, zoophilia podcast episodes, and it's a total snooze fest. And it's because they don't talk about fucking animals. That would at least be interesting. Disgusting, but interesting. Like, what positions to get in? How do you get your animals horny? Stuff like that. Useful information. I'll play a few clips at the end here, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Uh, Like I said, I'm much more interested in the history of all of this. Oh, there's some disturbing details. While uh, Rural Gaming did provide a link to a YouTube video, I went right to Kiwi Farms. For those of you that don't know, Kiwi Farms is like a forum 
the users there really delve into these despicable internet personalities. They're all like journalists for the degenerates, like Chris Chan. They cover Chris Chan pretty heavily. They'll dig and find background information <laughs> and addresses. You know, they're good at doxing people. Assholes. They're a bunch of assholes, but very useful and full of information. To learn about this Zoophilia podcast, we must first talk about Douglas Brian Spink, also known as Fausty. At one point, he was a host on this podcast, I guess. But prior to that, he was an investor. He started some companies, like a one called Crypto Storm VPN. He was doing really well for himself, very rich, and then I think he lost it all due to lawsuits. There's a lot of information on this guy. I'm going to link to the Kiwi Farms thread. There's 27 pages. What we are interested in, though, begins in 2008 with some message board posts. Here he is using his alias Fausty and replying to some questions about Zoophilia. Specifically, did you tell the woman you were in a relationship with about the animal thing? Fausty says, I've been in two long-term relationships with women, one marriage, one engagement. In both cases, we discussed prior to our relationship, my existing relationship with the boys. In both cases, I was given assurance that it was no problem. This had to have been when he was a millionaire. They just wanted access to his money because who would be okay with that, honey? Real quick, before we start dating, I feel like I should tell you, I suck a lot of dog dick. Ponies stretch my asshole out. I take load after load of animal jizz. Yeah, I just want to let you know, in case you hear me sloshing around the house, because I have a belly full of livestock semen in me. You okay with that? Not going to be a problem? No, no problem whatsoever. She was probably ecstatic with that news. Probably means I don't have to fuck him. I get his money and I don't have to sleep with him. Leave that job to the pigs. Actually, he goes on to say in uh, both of the relationships with women, jealousy did become an issue. He says, one phrase I'll never forget during the meltdown phase of my marriage was, quote, it's clear you found the love of your life. It's him, not me. And I can't live with seeing that every day. <laughs> I had no idea how to respond to that because basically it was true. He went on to say, I'm not currently mixed up with any two-leg partners, so the answer I provided each of them after the put forth, it's either them or me question, is fairly obvious. Don't let the door hit you on the way out, honey. In another forum, he posted photos of um, him getting penetrated by his dog, and he wrote, uh, here's some old photos I dug up of my soulmate and I having a good time together. As you can see, his cock is a good bit more impressive than my tiny little human tool. And for this reason, when we play, we focus on his gorgeous stallion cock. Oh, maybe it's a picture of a horse cock. I, uh, thankfully, I don't get to see the picture. I know in the past he's talked about, uh, you know, doing stuff with dogs, but he's also into horses, so he could very well be talking about horses here. He can also produce much more cum than I can, and his cum really is wonderfully tasty. When he's really horny, he'll shoot a load in excess of 200 cc's, including gel. I'm so glad I don't know what that means. Does horse jizz come in a few varieties? Like a paste and a gel? It's kind of like toothpaste. That's quite a mouthful. But we always think of fun things to do with his spunk once he's pumped out his load. Not only do I love the taste of his cum, 
but he also is a big fan. Our favorite thing to do is for me to smear myself with his cum and he licks it off while I myself come. And of course, he licks up my cum as well, being the wonderful lover he is. Did I mention I'm madly, eternally, joyously, wonderfully in love with my boy? Did I mention that I'd take a bullet for him? And that I love him only as much as he loves I, which is without bond. It's funny. He's got a real sweet tooth. And when he's not slurping his sticky cum off my face and balls, he's usually begging for cherry sour treats, which of course I give him. I am truly fortunate to share my life with this magnificent stallion. Then, because I guess that post got a lot of positive reaction, he posted some more photos. The first photo is a nice rear view of my boy's big, black, smooth balls. Sometimes during the day when I'm walking about the farm, I glimpse him from behind. It takes my breath away. His balls are nearly platonically perfect to my ever-eager eye. In fact, a few days after this photo, I awoke in the morning and my boy was laying beside me in the bed. See, this is why I think it's a dog and not a horse. You typically don't bring your horse with you to bed. Sometime during the night, he'd turn around and those wonderful balls were about six inches from my face, perfectly framed between his muscular hamstrings. It was a wonderful sight to see with eyes just opening. Of course, I could hardly miss out on the opportunity to partake in this gift from the canine deities. Oh, so it is a dog. Okay. My dear boy woke that morning to the feeling of my tongue massaging those nuts gently and lovingly. From there, I was soon gobbling his cock and all the cum he could pump out as he lay on his back. So that's just a little bit of information on Mr. Spinks. Knowing all of what you know now, the fact that this guy bought a farm should be very concerning. Everyone knows what was going on in that farm, right? In case you need it all spelled out, here's a news story from 2010 when this guy... Douglas Spinks was arrested. Yes, he, along with a 51-year-old tourist from Great Britain, were arrested after the man from Great Britain was accused of having sex with three dogs. Dozens of dogs, horses, and pet mice were seized, along with what investigators described as thousands of images of bestiality and bonus child-born. The mice were euthanized. The fuck did the poor mice have to do with this? Why did I ask that question? This stuff is just truly bizarre. There were mice that had their tails cut off and they were smothered in Vaseline and they had string tied around them. Those mice were going ass spelunking. By the way, uh, in that article, we learned some other cool stuff. Spink was arrested in 2005 after investigators pulled him over with a load of nearly 375 pounds of cocaine. And by the way, holy shit, that British guy who was arrested along uh, with Mr. Spink, he was the guy that filmed a man having sex with a horse in Washington. That's the Mr. Hands video. You all know Mr. Hands, right? The most infamous horse fucking video out there. The one where like the guy gets penetrated by a horse and later died because the horse fucking pierced his colon or whatever. Wow, what a small world. It's almost like all animal fuckers know each other. It, you know, it's a small community. 
All right, the man that this British dude filmed died of internal injuries. Yeah, the Mr. Hands guy suffered uh, during the incident. He received a minor sentence in the case because at the time, Washington had relatively weak bestiality laws. All right, uh, enough backstory on uh, this guy. So whatever happened to Mr. Spinks slash Fausty? Well, he died. Unfortunately, you know, he didn't die from anything fun, like being trampled on by an animal, perforated colon, nothing fun like that. No, it was just your standard boring cancer. Now, getting back to this podcast I mentioned at the top of the show, apparently the concept for the entire thing was thought up by Fausty himself. And he appeared on many of the first episodes, you know, until he died. Like I mentioned, though, uh, the show is atrocious. Here's the beginning of the very first episode. Today marks the beginning of something new. This podcast will seek to set right all the wrongs perpetrated by humans against animal kind. All of the wrongs, of course, except animal rape. That one they're going to ignore. Sweep that right under the rug. And to hold those who would hurt our animal brethren accountable. We do our work from the shadows to protect ourselves and our loved ones. Zoophiles are kind of like members of QAnon, but not quite as crazy. After that uh, short but scary intro, the show actually starts and it's hosted by Fausty and another animal fucker. Alleged animal fucker. The topic du jour appears to be the shutdown of a bestiality forum called Beast Forum. Let's talk a bit about Beast Forum. Ah, yes. I remember in college, a friend of mine was showing off his shiny new Gmail account, and I couldn't help but notice he had a notification for a new reply on a Beast Forum thread. Those days are now officially behind us. Beast Forum is no more. Goodbye and good riddance, as far as I'm concerned. Look... As far as I'm concerned, that whole mess is exactly what happens when non-zoos try to monetize cross-species erotica. Yeah, I hate that highly commercialized bestiality content. I like my bestiality done with a shaky cam. All blurry and out of focus. Bad sound and low production values. It's part of the thrill for me. They have shown a total disregard, not only for non-humans, but also the zoo community. Yeah, I don't know too much about that message board, but I think the big beef between Zoo Files and Beast Forum is that uh, Beast Forum would put a lot of stuff behind a paywall. Like if you uploaded videos, people getting fucked by mooses or whatever, maybe not moose, but, you know, some guy shoving his deck up a chicken's cloaca they would put that behind a paywall so you, you really have to become a member fork over cash to get the good stuff and you know honestly the idea of paying to download pieces of movies and- I'm, I'm sorry i gotta interrupt here is that their real voice i don't know if i'm listening to like a seven-year-old boy or a 95-year-old woman or if there's like a filter on him or her or if this is just mickey mouse and he's part of this weird community Yeah, I got into it a few years ago. I was just relaxing at a farm and they doused me in Vaseline and cut off my tail. Shoved me up some guy's asshole. And, you know, honestly, the idea of paying to download pieces of movies and having to put them back together like jigsaw puzzles was fucking ridiculous. People were putting up media freely and they shoved it behind a paywall. Not unique to the forum either. Gay Beast, one of their affiliated sites, frequently took free videos and even furry animations distributed on Fur Affinity. 
and put them behind a paywall. It was fucking ludicrous. Oh, yeah. Beast Forum resold zoo materials across just about every one of their crumbling, low-rent, garbage-ass paid porn sites. Hot take from Fausty. I like how they refer to all, like, bestiality films as uh, zoo material. They're very careful not to get too specific there. All right, uh, so that's just a little bit from the Zoo podcast. Uh, I don't think I announced its name. It's called Zooier Than Thou, if you want to check it out, at zoo.wtf. WTF indeed. Moving on now. I was going to feature a video uh, from eFucked, and I just happened to pop in the Discord, and Tyler Soros Rex posted the, uh, the Source video where E-Fucked got his clips from. Uh, Tyler Soros says, hey, E-Fucked posted a few clips of this video today. Apparently it was in Tyler Soros Rex's favorites folder. Here's a copy of the full version. Lots of really disgusting audio in it. It features that porn director I like with the lisp. The shit it out. Shit it out. More interesting than the video is the research Tyler Soros Rex did on my favorite director. Uh, that porn director goes by a few names, but is best known as Contusion. His first name is Con, K-H-A-N, last name Tusion, as in contusion, a bruise or skin injury. He's directed a number of series, including this one, Anal Lickfest. Some of his other hits include Piss Mops. <laughs> I love this guy. Piss Mops. <laughs> They, they just get better. Asshole fever and <laughs> sorry, these names didn't get me. Meat holes. He's apparently famous for getting in on the action. Though while these women are performing, he will pee on them and wearing his signature disgusting dirty sneakers. Oh, also he'll put his gross tennis shoes. Right on the woman's bare vaginas. Let's uh, let's go ahead and take a listen to some uh, clips from Anal Lickfest. <laughs> Do you like to get fisted in the ass? I have. I realize this is a porn film, but he couldn't have eased into those questions. He couldn't have first said, hi, how are you today? You like to get fisted, huh? Tell me how you like to get fisted, slut. Belladonna just fisted me last week. The butt the stops ass. here. Uh, oh, okay. Belladonna did. And what did she pull out? Did she pull out her car keys? Okay, we gotta. We're shooting. <laughs> you ain't cute. You ain't funny. Okay, we gotta. We're shooting. <laughs> Tell him your name. Amy Brooke. And what's your nickname? Piece of shit whore. <laughs> Piece of shit whore, right? Piece of shit whore. That's my stage name. Piece of shit whore. Piece of shit whore, right? Piece of shit whore. Yeah. All signs point to uh, this woman doing some really degrading stuff. Turn around, piece of shit whore. Do anything you want to me. Do anything you want to me. Piss in my face. Piss in my face. Sitting next to the piece of shit whore is another female performer. The director here is really quite obsessed with her nationality. She's apparently Hungarian. <laughs> Hungarian goulash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're so pretty. How old are you, about 11? For your sake, I hope not. 21. Oh, <laughs> the guy, by the way, that's holding the camera, mm -hmm. he's one of the owners of the business. When I said 11, his hands shook like, oh, God, don't do that. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you know what nationality he is? No. Take a guess. You're Hungarian. He is... Gook. Gook. Yeah, gook. She goes, gook. <laughs> you know what gook is? Disgusting, trashy porn is really the last place 
there's true free speech, apparently. I'm thinking of moving my podcast over to analickfest.com. They're all First Amendment warriors over there. Bad word for uh, Chinese or Korean or whatever he is. Oh, you can't tell. It's like nigger magook. Right. Yeah, I like this girl. I like it. I'm looking at the timestamp here. We're not two minutes in this porn, and there's already been multiple ethnic slurs. Not bad. Speaking of that, do you bone the niggers? I do. Oh, my God. Jesus. Do you like it? Sometimes. Okay. Well, how's mom and dad feel about that? Tell they the don't truth. watch my videos. Yeah, you liar. I don't think she's lying. Uh, you know, it's, it would be weird if the parents watched the porn. All right, let's uh, move on here to some actual sex. We've got some ass eating happening. Try to say, kid. Mm-hmm. Bite that mm-hmm. fucking asshole. Hurt her. Hurt her. Mm-hmm. Do you want to eat her asshole, yeah. turd? Yeah. Did he just say, "Do you want to eat her asshole, turd"? Mm-hmm. Do you want to eat her asshole, yeah. turd? Maybe he's calling her a turd. I don't know. Yeah, but you don't tell the guy that you want. To get beat or pissed on, did you? No. But that's what you wanted. Yes. Yeah. Get in here. Eat the fucking. Uh, this is not goulash. This is American food. Yeah. Yeah. A Hungarian's gonna do some ass licking, I guess. The director alternates. Sometimes he seems really nice, and other times just violent. Man, I feel like smacking the shit out of you. <laughs> See what I mean? You get down here. Yeah. No, no, on your back. I'm sorry. On your back, right here, right here, on your back. On your back. Get your legs straight back. Yeah, spread, spread right. the legs. legs. way back. And spread them, spread them. Spread Just like em. this. This is porno, okay? Okay, did I tell you I was going to stand in your fucking pussy? Oh, yeah. No one's ever done that before. Look at right? that. Tyler Soros Rex is right. Uh, the director is standing on her pussy with his dirty tennis shoes. Yeah. Huh? What do you think about that? Are your shoes clean? Well, they are because I had to clean them off because uh-huh. before I came here, I stepped in dog shit, uh-huh. but I wiped it off on the lawn. I stepped in dog shit. All right. So finally, a male performer enters the scene and uh, he wants his ass licked, too, I guess. She eats the fuck out. She likes eating ass. How old were you when you first started eating ass, whore? Like 15. Wow. You must have been very popular, huh? And just to finish things up, uh, now Rocco is going to fuck the whore. Do you want me to spit in your face, by the way? Come on. No, can I spit on your desk? The porn is kind of distracting because you got the performers here, and she's like all moaning. But then you have the director going, can I spit on your face? Talking to the other girl. No one wants to hear or see the director. This kid, oh, I forgot this fucking girl's getting fucked in the ass. Fuck her in the ass. She's in the fucking door right now. Tell him, tell him, go tell him I'm a dirty, rotten, fucking piece of shit whore. Fuck it out. I'm a dirty, fucking, rotten, piece of shit whore. Don't stop fucking my fucking ass. Eventually, he does stop fucking her, and uh, the, the second girl, goulash girl, comes back and fists this lady's uh, asshole. Oh my god. Keep it. Keep going. Push it. Oh. Keep pushing it. Fuck. Oh. Keep pushing it. Oh my god. 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 As Hungarian goulash is done fisting, she takes her hand out one last time, but she does this thing where as she's taking it out, she's turning her hand around so it's like on the side of her ass. You don't really see her palm. This peculiar move is not lost on the director. Oh, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Hold on. Okay, now slow. Let's see that fucking asshole. And oh. it's being pulled out. Open, open, open. Oh, let's see. You got a bunch of shit in your hand? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that bad? Let me see, let me see. Yeah, you have to listen closely to this exchange. The director's like, do you have shit on your hand? And the Hungarian girl's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And the other performer, you know, the one who's just been fisted, wants to see how much shit 
She is expelled. You got a bunch of shit in your hand? Mm -hmm. <laughs> is it bad? Let me see. Let me see. Okay. It's a magic trick. I got to take it. I like the way you did it, though. I like the way you did it. You know what I'm saying? It was very good. See, I got to tell you. It's like, it's like this. It's the coin. You were good. I'm going to show you. Come here. It's like this. You went like this. It was very good. You. you took the coin like this, and you went like this. You went. That was cool. And the coin was gone. Yeah. I think this was more challenging than the coin magic trick, because with coins... They're harder. They're thinner. You can hide them in between your fingers. This poor lady had a fist full of goopy shit in her hands. Way harder to mask that. All right. A little bit of porn from Anal Lick Fest. Thank you, Tylersaurus Rex. Thank you, E-Fucked. Let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. And the fucked up news right now. Not a member of the Distorted View Sideshow? What are you waiting for? Help support this stupidity and help ensure DV continues on for a long, long time. Memberships are very inexpensive. Only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. What do you get for that small price? How about full access to the entire archive of programs? Well over 4,000 shows. More importantly, though, every week I do brand new Sideshow-exclusive podcasts, you can only hear it if you're members. Yesterday, we did a Sideshow exclusive one. Tomorrow, I'll be doing another Sideshow exclusive podcast. So it's a great time to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. There are other ways to help the show out. We've got a Patreon account. Patreon.com slash Distorted View. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. Thank you to all of my patrons and Sideshow Freaks. You're the reason this show continues. Ting. All right, three very quick stories now. First up, a disgruntled customer at a Dairy Queen in British Columbia took out his frustration. That's not all he took out. He was upset because he was told to wear a mask, so he promptly relieved himself in front of the staff. Yeah, he gave those girls his version of a penis buster parfait. All right, the incident was captured on camera and appears to show the man urinating on the counter following an altercation with restaurant employees. It's so funny how quickly we turn back into animals when we're upset. I've seen so many videos where like, human beings like shit in their hands just to throw it at someone. Or, the, you know, this guy's pissing on the counter. We're like monkeys. We really are. The incident was captured on camera and appears to show the man urinating on the counter following an altercation with restaurant employees. In the video, the man can be heard arguing with staff and refusing to wear a mask before he unzips his pants. I personally don't have a lot of the video here, but um, you don't really need to hear much of it. <laughs> Sounds like a bunch of angry birds, doesn't it? That was the staff reacting to the man peeing on their counter. Before he started pissing, he was fighting with the staff about the mask. Telling them uh, they don't have a brain. The, the, the staff, it's very hard to hear. Uh, they're saying you have to wear a mask. We can't sell you food without a mask. We were kind of talking about this on the podcast yesterday. You know, I'm all for wearing masks. I love the idea of masks. I'm gonna, even after this pandemic is over with, I think I'm going to stick with the mask. I woke up the other day and I got one of those zits that was like, it's right above the lip. 
So it looks really bad. It looks like herpes. Looks like I have a big herpes sore. But I swear to God, it's a zit. It even had the white head. I popped it. It bled. Normally, I would feel very self-conscious about going out in, in public with that, you know, monstrosity on my upper lip. But because of the mask thing, no one even knew. It's great. That being said, I feel like wearing a mask at a restaurant is kind of dumb. Now, I don't know if this particular Dairy Queen was doing the uh, carry-out only orders. If so, then okay, I understand the mask thing. But if you've got people dining in, like a lot of restaurants here in the States, having a mask mandate is a rule or whatever is kind of dumb because... You got to take the mask off to eat the food. At some point, the mask is going to have to come off. So why even bother with the rules? Like what? You're supposed to wear the mask until your food arrives. It's it's idiotic, right? All right. uh, Staff can be heard shrieking as the man begins to relieve himself on the counter. The video was recorded by a customer. The police say the incident happened at around 9 p.m. on Saturday. According to the uh, police sergeant, Chris Mansoe, this is the first incident of this nature. I think people should just wear their masks and be safe and be polite. Kumbaya. Yeah, in a perfect world, that's exactly what would happen. And then we'd all hold hands and skip down the street. The clouds would part and we'd sing and dance under a rainbow. But that's not the fucking world we live in. All right, so yes, uh, the police officer's like, yeah, I just wish people would wear their masks and be safe and be nice. I'm sick of this shit. Uh, Police have not made an arrest in the case, but are asking anyone with video of the incident to share it with investigators. Just go ahead and uh, contact their piss crime unit. I think that's the next installment of the Law & Order franchise. Law & Order. PCU Piss Crime Unit. Second story we have for you today. Uh, Things aren't looking good for Ron Jeremy. Yet another friend of the podcast who has fallen upon difficult times because of his own doing. Hey, this is Ron Jeremy. And you're listening to Distorted View. That was the second time Ron Jeremy cut a little intro for DV. First time he fucked up and was like, you're watching Distorted View. And I think whoever got a hold of Ron Jeremy the second time was like, hey, asshole, it's listen. It's an audio podcast. You don't watch it. That's why he really enunciates the listening. You're listening to Distorted View. Hey, this is Ron Jeremy. And you're listening to Distorted View. My goal is to get as many convicted rapists doing intros for DV as humanly possible. We got to break that Guinness World Record. I think the current record holder is live with Kelly and Ryan, which is pretty shocking. They've had over a thousand convicted rapists introduce their show. All right. Adult film star Ron Jeremy is facing 20 additional sexual assault charges involving 13 women. That's according to the Los Angeles County District's Attorney's Office. The new charges include six counts of sexual battery by restraint, five counts of forcible rape, three counts of forcible oral copulation, and two counts of forcible penetration by a foreign object. Is this like all on-camera stuff, like during porn shoots? And the women are saying like, this wasn't consensual, I didn't know what I was in for. Or is this like... You know, Ron Jeremy 
sexually assaulting women when there were no cameras around because that's really bad. I mean, it's, it's all really bad. But my point is Ron Jeremy has had a lot of sex over the years, despite looking the way he looks. And it's like, I know if I was in porn and I could have been if I wanted to, I turned down a very lucrative, vivid video contract. I would have been the star of the Meat Holes trilogy. Anyway, uh, what I'm trying to say is like when you're in porn and you're shooting like 300 fucking scenes a year, fucking hole after hole on camera for eight hours a day or whatever, you suffer from cock burnout, don't you? Like the last thing that you want to do when you get home after a long porno shoot is have some more sex. And that's like normal sex when like someone's waiting at home for you, right? I'm horny. Let's cuddle. Like that type of sex. That's not even what we're talking about here. Ron Jeremy went out like looking for cunt and then battered it like it was a fish fry. I don't know really what sexual battery means. I assumed it meant you you bred the pussy and you deep fry it before fucking it, right? Do I have that wrong? I feel like I have that wrong now. All right, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you have all that sex on camera. That's your job. And then you're going to go have more sex. And to top it all off, you can't find sex and you forcibly have rape <laughs> or commit rape or whatever. It just ridiculous. The new charges include six counts of sexual battery by restraint, five counts of forcible rape and a partridge in a pear tree. The amended complaint comes after Jeremy was charged with sexually assaulting four women back in June. He has pleaded not guilty to those charges. Jeremy was arraigned on the new charges yesterday. Uh, The new charges date uh, as far back as 2004, while the most recent one involves an incident that allegedly took place January 1st, 2020. The ages of the alleged victims, oh shit, ranges from 15 to 54. That is quite a spread. He does kind of sound like he has a problem here. He is just fucking indiscriminately. Usually if you fuck a 15-year-old, and I'm not saying this out of experience or anything, but one would think, like, if you're going for 15-year-olds, that's your thing. Young girls. Otherwise, why bother? If your whole attitude is like, yeah, I could take them or leave them, those young girls, you would leave them because it's a lot of trouble. Go to jail for statutory rape or child fucking or whatever the the charge is there. But it's a big deal because you're like a sex offender at that point. On the other end of that uh, range of Ron Jeremy's sexual interest is the 54-year-old. So it goes 15 to 54. And I know that sounds old, but you have to remember, Ron Jeremy is like almost 80, right? Even a 54-year-old is a young girl to him. The 2004 incident involving a 15-year-old girl. Wow, way to downplay it. We're talking about rape here. It's more than an incident. Anyway, there was a 15-year-old girl who attended a party. (laughs) Ron Jeremy just happened to be at that same party. And that's where he allegedly assaulted her. For that incident, Jeremy was charged with assault with intent to commit rape and penetration by foreign object. Apparently, the 15-year-old was asleep at the time or unconscious if she was drinking, but she was passed out. And then he, like, took a, an, an umbrella and started jabbing it at her pussy or something. I don't know. Some foreign object. The January 1st incident involves a 21-year-old victim who has accused Jeremy of sexually assaulting her outside of a business in Hollywood. 
Six of the alleged assaults take place at a West Hollywood bar that Jeremy frequented, while another allegedly occurred in the bar's parking lot. If convicted, Jeremy could face a maximum sentence of over 250 years to life in prison. So uh, there you go. And finally today, freaks, a woman arrested for masturbating with a vibrator on a Georgia beach told police that she didn't think anyone witnessed her self-pleasure because it only took her 20 seconds to orgasm. Yeah, I'm calling bullshit on that. I don't think any woman has ever climaxed in 20 seconds, at least not with me. Takes them a good 45 minutes of intense concentration. One where they don't make eye contact with me. As a matter of fact, their eyes are closed and they they make me speak in a different voice. It's very difficult to get you girls to come. Responding to a 5.30 p.m. report of a woman, quote, performing a sex act on the beach. Isn't that a drink? Tybee Island cops last month interviewed a witness said the female suspect placed a towel on the sand because she's a squirter uh, and then opened her backpack and removed what looked like a vibrator. The woman, the witness told police, began using the apparent vibrator to masturbate, adding that she could hear her moaning. After about five minutes, the woman gathered her belongings and departed. Still, that's not a long masturbation session. Five minutes? Not bad. The witness, cops noted, recorded the suspect's actions. So we have, uh, like, evidence. We, we know how long she was there. A review of the video showed the suspect, who was wearing a one-piece green bikini, retrieve an unknown item from her backpack. The woman then spread her legs apart and put both of her hands in between her legs. Investigators subsequently located the suspect, Christina Revels Glick, 34. That's right. Say her name at a nearby restaurant. Uh, a, she's a Georgia resident who lives about 40 miles from Tybee Island and reportedly, quote, admitted to masturbating at the beach with her vibrator. She said that she put it between her legs and it was covered with a towel and that she believed no one saw her. She was wrong. When Revels Glick was later booked for indecent exposure and disorderly conduct, she uttered that she was so sorry for what she did, and she didn't think anyone saw her because it only took her 20 seconds to orgasm. The vibrator was found in Revel Glick's backpack. It was photographed by police for evidentiary. Evidentiary? Evidentiary. Let's go with that. Evidentiary purposes. I'm a journalist. Uh, that, my friends, is your distorted news for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. I love to hear from you freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Don't forget, we've got a Discord where all the freaks are hanging out. The cool place to be. There's a link on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com. If you want to join in on all the fun. Hey, Timmy Boo. It's Unicorn Hamster checking in. I just uh, wanted to call in and say hello. How are you? Uh, hello. Are you enjoying the last days of summer? Or, I don't know, are you looking forward to the spring? I- well, not that this makes compelling radio or podcast or whatever, but uh, I'm more of a fall guy. I love it because it gets cooler, It's and it's hoodie weather. That's the best part of autumn. You know what look I enjoy? This is so dumb. I really do look retarded when I wear this, but I'll wear it. I don't care. 
I will wear shorts, you know, like cargo shorts or khaki shorts or, you know, whatever. A, uh, a short sleeve shirt, but then I'll wear a hoodie. I like that look. The hoodie with the shorts. Maybe walking around in flip-flops. That way I can be warm, right? I've got my hoodie. I, I like that. But I'll also be very cool because I'm wearing my shorts. I'm, you know, I'm both cold and hot. We really found out what your favorite season is. But anyway, I'm just getting ready for my appointment tomorrow. I uh, see my doctor tomorrow. And uh, before I wasn't really ready, I I was trimmed down there. But I like to get very, you know, I, I go for the boyish look. And that's what I just did. I just... Uh, I got out of the shower. I listened to the episode, uh, today's episode. Good job. Good job. Uh, Sideshow exclusive. And uh, as I got out of the shower, I... uh, More people trim their pubes to Distorted View Daily than any other podcast. Ting. Figured, hey, uh, let's get real bare down there. You know, make it look nice. uh, Like a little boy. Oh, she's got a... My doctor, she has to look <laughs> down there to see how things are when my testicle region. I feel a bit better. Um, it still looks weird. Uh, it, my my nutsack and the area, it seems like it's uh, the color, the pigment. This is what people call into the voicemail line for. Patient is different. Like that's uh-huh. more of a pink and then... My other sack area is, you know, bro. Oh, Unicorn Hamster. I was trying to figure out what this was uh, all about. I believe Unicorn Hamster had like a, uh, a an itch, like a jock itch, right? Or fungus going on down there. Um, like. You can see the pictures if you are in the Discord, believe it or not. Unicorn Hamster posted some pictures of that. Not a shit stain brown, but like oh my a gosh. dark. Okay. Like a Look. dark meat brown. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, a beef cream, if you will. I'll, uh, I'll keep you guys updated. Oh, oh, yeah, please do. We're on the edge of our fucking seats. We want more updates from Unicorn Hamster. All right. Uh, is this Vlad calling the the party line? Hello, son of a Vladimir Putin. Just, just Vlad. Uh, I, I am thinking for people who may be going back and starting to listen uh, from the beginning to, to distorted view, perhaps, uh, or people who are going back into the archive, there are a couple of um, bits and pieces that I think would make very funny supercuts if we could, like, get, clip them out from Tim from over the years. Uh, first of all, Tim, you are very, um, when you speak about females or about female genitalia. Yeah, I really know what I, I... I sound like I know what I'm talking about, right? Your, um... Exp- there's an air of expertise. Your confusion and your homosexuality really shines through. Thank you. You, you sound like you are talking about, like, something gross or, like, something foreign. You're talk- it is always... You know, the, the things you say are very, like, are very much the statements of a gay man about... Uh, yeah, I feel like I know what I'm talking about. Give me an example. You can't just say that. Gross thing that you are not interested you in. You can't disparage me like that without an example. Um, I think that would be very funny to clip out all the times, different times Tim was mentioned. That, another thing is all the different little uh, references to your life you have made in the past, uh, your, your story. You know, there are those radio shows that do, like... Um, 
like a vinyl cafe type thing, or um, um, the American uh, the, what's the one? Garrison Keillor, the guy that would he, he Prairie Home Companion. He rips women, but he uh, the stories from um, oh. oh fuck, what's the name of the show? Doesn't matter. You know, stories from your life. Uh, you could make very funny little little podcast out of these things. I think, or <laughs> uh, Tim's terrific lemonade. The uh, Okay, first of all, it's not Tim's Terrific Lemonade. It was Tim's Terrific Bubbles. It was Bubbles, Vlad. The time you got the scab over your penis from carrying the table. Oh, my God. You guys, I told that stupid story. God, it must have been a slow day. I couldn't find anything else to talk about. That's so funny that you guys know about the scab over, over my junk when I was in, the, like, what, the fifth grade or sixth grade carrying that damn table. The time you were saved from... The guy with the, the scar on his boner by, like, the woman who also was trying to rape you. It was like there was one pedophile in your town that was like, hey, come and look at my boner scar, bullet scar or something. Yeah, it was, bu- it was a bullet. And then there was, like, the woman who saved you, who, like, gave you a gift later on. Now, I know I'm bringing up many things, and I actually, yeah. um, I can, <laughs> there are all these little vignettes from your life that are very funny and very, the, the haircut. The haircut story is very funny. Uh, oh, yes, yeah. Little things that... Um, it's so funny. I told that haircut story. And, and the story was just like, I got this haircut, kid made fun of me, and I tried to like, try to like say something smart back to the kid. Like, hey, you know who didn't think my haircut was stupid? Bill Tobias. And he's like, who the fuck is Bill Tobias? Or whatever his name was. It was the guy who cut my hair. The, the guy who runs the salon. Yeah, he doesn't think my hair is stupid. I I screamed that as I was riding my bike, practically in tears, because someone made fun of my hair. Anyways, one of you guys actually found that dude, the guy who cut my hair. Built, I think his name was Bill Tobias, right? And then you emailed him, and you said, hey, this idiot was talking about you on his podcast. And then Bill Tobias emailed me. And you know, as I'm talking about this, I looked up Bill Tobias. This is so sad. So he, in my email, he messaged me uh, on August 22nd of 2017. He died in October, just a couple months later. Poor guy. I, you know, he was only well, he was what 62 at the time. Wow, we killed him. <laughs> he died of laughter listening to my podcast. He said, thanks for the flat top memory, Tim. I always hated doing those. Laugh out loud. Well, rest in peace, Bill Tobias. You gave a good haircut. He's up there cutting Jesus's hippie hair, giving it, giving Jesus a, a flat top. Man, Jesus Christ! Fucking unicorn hamster, I swear to God! You sound like you're, you're drowning in a fucking... I can't really tell what's going on here, but I think this person hates Unicorn Hamster, which is funny because he just called in. See how angry people get at other listeners? Voicemail wars. Let's do one more here. Hey, Tim, it's Sir Rivas. You were talking about bathhouses? Yeah. If you go just any old time, it's going to be all gross old men and drug addicts. It's all about the timing. Mm. The best days are any holiday weekends where college kids have to come home and spend time with their families. Oh. And the best times... This guy, gay bathhouses. ...are just after the bars close. Hope this helps with your cruising. Jagoo. Well, I'm, I'm not going to those things. Mainly because there's no major holidays coming up. You know what? Let's do another because I'm trying to clear out some of these old voicemails. 
Slowly but surely. Chung Win Ho. Hold on here. What was that? This Chung Win Ho. Me, a big CEO of a popular application, TikTok. We heard you like our platform, but unfortunately. <laughs> oh, this is someone from TikTok over there in China calling in. Because you're a complete and utter faggot, we cannot allow you to <laughs> continue using. So please delete the app. Uh, disavow. Uh, and I'll fuck you all. <laughs> Thank you. That's an excellent Asian accent. You racist piece of shit. All right. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. God, is it? Oh, God. I haven't heard any fucking wrong piece of shit, whore. Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. I will be back tomorrow if and only if you're Sideshow members. Now would be a great time to sign up so you don't miss a thing. Otherwise, I will see you back on Friday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. Hey, you know something? No, what? I had a wet dream last night. Wet dream? What's that? Oh, you know, some sperm comes out of your penis. Sperm? Yeah, sort of a sticky stuff. Guy's part of a baby. Didn't your brother ever tell you about that? No. He never says much about anything. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrub Media Group. Learn more at scrub.net.